think it's a truck at all. I think we just found a transformer. This is Optimus Primer Button, leader of the auto part junkies. And I'm calling on all auto parts junkies to listen to Nostalgic Radio and Cars every Tuesday at 7 p.m. here on Tantalk. This is Optimus Primer Button. If you don't tune in, it will be the end of the world. You're listening to the Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Belladora's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer one, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Largo Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorraspizza.com. Hey, boss! Here comes Lucky Jackson with his entry. All right, back her right in here, Mr. Jackson. Here we go. Bring it around, little. Now, this is quite a ring. I never saw anything like it. Yeah, it's one of a kind. I built it myself. What'll she do? Well, I don't know yet. I'm on my way to Los Angeles to pick up a motor. I'll be back tomorrow. Fine. I'd like to pay in advance, Mr. Baker. No, oh, I... Thank you. Hmm. Well... What do you think of it, Mr. Lackey Jackson? Well, Elmo Mancini, the Italian racing count. How do you know who I am? I went three times to watch you drive at the Jalapi race at Western Speedway. You are brilliant, my friend. Hey, coming from the champion. In Europe. And now I would like to prove myself in your country. Too bad you're on your way back to Los Angeles. I had a proposition to make to you. Me? Yes. You see, I admire the bravado with which you drive, and I would like you to drive for me. You mean you're not going to drive in the Grand Prix? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean I intend to win. Oh, now I get it. You want to use uh, my bravado to block for you so you can That's come right. through. That's right. I knew you were clever, Mr. Jackson. Well, just a couple of three things wrong with your proposition. Oh. I don't work for anybody. I never run second to anybody. And one small thing, I intend to win. Do you think you can beat both of us? I'm going to try. I'd like to see what you've got under here. Oh, be my guest. Well, you have made some changes, haven't you? I got my little secrets. Yeah, I can tell. Can you help me, please? Can we help you? Yes, ma'am. Well, then I'd like you to check my motor. It whistles. I don't blame it. What did you say? Oh, forgive uh, my friend, miss. He's very young. We'll be very happy to check your motor. Sporty model. Oh, I agree. A beautiful line. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is Kevin Bird from Two Guys Garage, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. The Cars. I'm your show host, Robert, and we are live from SEMA in Las Vegas 2015, and boy, do we have a exciting show for you tonight. we got some pretty cool people coming on in a few minutes, and uh, Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? All the way out How about there. I tell everybody to, yeah, how about I tell everybody to run to the computers and Google Tantalk1340.com. You can see, well, you can't see me live in the studio because I'm live here in Las Vegas. But you but can make hear sure you check out our, You can hear me. That's right. You can check out our website. GolfStreetMotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, go to our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Golf Street Motorsports. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So anyway, hey, guys, I want to let you know that we are having a blast out here. There's some amazing stuff going on. I'm over in the what they call the North Hall right at the moment. 
and uh, we got some pretty cool stuff out here. There's uh, the place is packed. Today is the first official day that everybody's allowed to wander around here at SEMA. We generally get here on Sunday, which is basically setup day. So on setup day, you've got everybody scrambling to get their their uh, their display set up and their uh, their displays as far as uh, you know their their products and uh, cars brought in and all kinds of cool stuff. So it's absolutely amazing. And you hear me talking about this all the time. How you really need to come to SEMA. This needs to be on your bucket list. Bobby, do we have another guest on the line? He's coming. He's coming. Just a second. Just a second. Okay, I've got a great guest for you now. You guys know I always go to car shows, auctions, and stuff like that. Well, let me tell you, one of the greatest shows on earth is Barrett-Jackson in Scottsdale in January, and we're only a few months away from that. So I'm really delighted to welcome to the show this evening Steve Davis. You see Steve all the time there. He's the spokesperson. He's the front man. He is Barrett-Jackson. Steve, are you there? Absolutely. Fresh from uh, the SEMA show down here in our booth at SEMA. Having a great time. I'm glad to talk to you, bro. Wow. Hey, you know, you had some pretty cool cars there on display. Tell us a little bit about what you got, uh, what you brought all the way from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Well, we've got some incredible vehicles, as always, for Scottsdale. We did something really special this year with, with our SEMA booth because we were fortunate enough to, to have some really, really great cars that were uh, uh, logistically available to be brought here at SEMA. We've got the uh, Barrett-Jackson Cup winner from Reno, uh, one of the most incredible 57 custom trucks, Quicksilver, that anyone will ever lay their eyeballs on. I mean, this thing is an absolute piece of art. It's just beautiful in every way, from under the hood, suspension, interior. Uh, right next to that, we've got these are all featured no-reserve uh, offerings for Barrett-Jackson, uh, which will be January 23rd through the 31st. We've got the French Connection. Actually, this was the last car that Boyd Connick had completed before his death from, from start to finish. It's a 38 Lincoln uh, with the French design cues, uh, body by Marcel, absolutely incredible. The amazing thing about this not only is the workmanship and the alloy and steel body, but it has an amazing 12.8 liter all aluminum Hemi headed uh, uh, marine motor under the hood. Just, just, uh, just a work of art as well. And then we have a car that's very, very special, uh, not only because it's a cool car and it's, a, it's an iconic 32 kick-ass uh, uh, hot rod, but this is going to be one of our charity cars, and, and this 32 High Boy Roadster is going to uh, benefit the Alex Exidius Center for Automotive Arts uh, there at the Fairplex in Pomona. Uh, just an amazing car that was built by a bunch of very talented folks, and uh, all the proceeds of that car are going to help uh, 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 Alex's school there and and uh, help grow our, our culture and our, our amazing car community. So, again, three great snapshots, and we're going to have just a, an amazing docket, and we're looking forward to Scottsdale. SEMA's always our official kickoff, so excited. Excellent, excellent. Now, Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You're a, pretty much a pretty serious car collector. I know you're a big Shelby collector. Give us a little background on Steve Davis. Well, I love all cars, and I'm kind of the guy, as you know. I, I place all the cars in the auction as far as uh, where they go and who makes the cut and where they go, and, and it's a very serious responsibility. I live and breathe this stuff. But So on the personal front, even though I love them all like a grocery stock, just a little bit of everything, there, there's, as everybody that knows me knows there's a soft spot in my heart for the Ford stuff, and particularly Shelby. Uh, I had a great relationship with Carol and uh, uh, the Ford guys. Uh, we love our GM products as well, but my personal collection is geared around got some great Shelby's. I'm in the process. It's been a multi-year process with my family. Actually, my brother-in-law's building the engine. My uh, uh, father-in-law's helped. Uh, my, my grandsons have helped. It's a 67 GT350, one of the very rare factory supercharged cars. Bought that car in 77, put a mortgage on our house to buy it, and uh, it's been uh, part of the family back and forth uh, all those years, so I'm in the process of restoring that. It's going to be an incredible car when it's done. Uh, I've got a uh, beautiful Boss 302 that... Uh, uh, I can't sell that one because my kids love it. It was set uh, in our backyard into the carport for years and years, years before I finally finished that. It's very fortunate to have that car. I only showed it uh, twice. Once at Ford at the Woodward Dream Cruise and Ford's display. And uh, actually, it was here at SEMA one year when Ford came out with their Boss 302 crate motors. So I've uh, had it here with Ford uh, uh, at SEMA and once with Ford at Woodward. So short of that, it's just been living in the garage. I've got a really historically significant uh Late model Shelby, 07. My 07 was uh, uh, one of the very first off the assembly line. Took delivery of it with Carol and Ron Pratt, uh, who was a big collector in Scottsdale. We recently sold Ron's collection. And that car was actually the concept car for the 40th anniversary and the predecessor to the KR. So it's a, 
it's actually a concept number 001, but the fork then was number 11. And then I've been very lucky. I pretty much got one of each of the uh, contemporary Shelby products, all with the same bin number 11. And, of course, we did up there at Jackson Shelby, so I had to, had to have one of those. I got both a coupe and a convertible. So uh, from that to a 64, uh, last uh, three bin number 000, and then the last three is 100, one of the very, very first convertibles, 64 and a half off the San Jose assembly line. So even though it was built later in the, in the uh, model year, before they came, you know, they came out uh, earlier. This was one of the first from San Jose. So, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Love cars. Always love cars. Uh, then I even got Hot Wheels. I've been collecting Hot Wheels before I collected cars. I didn't have any money, so I was collecting Hot Wheels when I was a kid. So, <laughs> live and breathe car stuff. Pretty eclectic uh, car collector. Any firm from the little guys to the big guys. That's great. Tell us a little bit about uh, what Barrett-Jackson has in store for us this coming uh, January in Scottsdale. Well, as always, uh, we're going we're gonna to have an eclectic group of cars that's going to appeal to everybody, from the entry-level guy that just wants to buy something to get started collecting all the way to prime time Saturday uh, for the best of the best in their salon, which will have some incredible classics, 540K Mercedes we already have uh, uh, consigned. Uh, we're shooting for you know well north of 1,000 vehicles. We're going to have just uh, uh, an amazing group of cars again, and this is going to be extra special this year because we're celebrating our 45th anniversary. So it'll be 45 years uh, in in 2016 that Barry Jackson was created. So 45th anniversary, we'll have a lot of surprises in store. Looks like we're going to have a minimum of four hours on Discovery, big Discovery, as well as uh, our coverage on Velocity. We're shooting for 40 hours of live television in that ballpark. So it's just going to be an exciting, amazing time with – uh, you know, last year we had over 300,000 people through the gates. Uh, great TV, great group of cars, great bunch of people coming in to enjoy the car culture, and uh, there'll be something for everybody. High-end uh, vendors uh, of every type, uh, from furnishings to uh, jewelry to helicopters to jets to you name it, we'll have it. So if you haven't ever made it out to Scottsdale, you need to, you need to do it and bring the family because it's all about family fun. Just we'll have something for everybody. Excellent. Now, you do four auctions a year, right? Tell us about the other three auctions. Yeah, we just announced our newest venue will be at the Mohican Sun in, in Connecticut. Uh, we had a three-year run. We had an initial contract with, with uh, Hot August Nights, which we're very proud of our effort there. It was a great event. Uh, we, we, we did our three years there and announced our newest uh, venue, which will be in Mohican Sun. Uh, that, that's our, our latest. Uh, the three existing, Scottsdale, and then we have Palm Beach. And then we have Vegas, of course, which we just finished uh, uh, a few weeks ago, as a matter of fact. And uh, so it's uh, Scottsdale, Las Vegas, Palm Beach, and uh, Connecticut. Excellent, excellent. Now, if somebody wants to find out more about the uh, Barrett-Jackson experience, how do they go about doing that? Well, I suggest just go to our website. There's a lot of great information, a lot of entertaining information as well. We have an incredible database that you can anybody that gets to our website can access, see what these cars have been selling for and uh, what they can expect uh, uh, possibly in the future, uh, Barrett-Jackson.com. And, again, it's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-J-A-C-K-S-O-N.com. Uh, go to our website. Uh, we have customer service people on the phone. If anybody wants to call in, uh, we're here to help because without the people to come to the event, uh, we would be absolutely nothing. So we, we encourage anybody with questions to give us a call, join us, have a great time, and uh, it's going to be an amazing 45th anniversary. I guarantee it. You know, i got to give you guys great commendation because you do an outstanding job raising money for charities each year. The whole Barrett-Jackson team there, you and Gary and Craig and everybody. Tell us, in the past couple of years, how do you, come, how do you determine which – I mean, there's so many charities out there. How do you determine which ones you want to contribute to? Oh, it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, again, we, we do everything we can to, to accommodate, you know, worthy charities. And, and as you can well imagine, there's a lot more great ones out there that we can accommodate. So we have – you know, a certain certain number. A lot of the charities are dictated by our relationships with our corporate sponsors. Uh, you know, our friends at Ford and General Motors just do some incredible cars, and and we sell those cars to benefit various charities. Uh, then we have the other charities that we work with uh, and have we worked with for many many years. But uh, you know, for me personally, it's just one of the most validating things about what we do uh, to get up there, use our bully pulpit, use our platform to to generate excitement and awareness and and raise millions and millions of dollars for charity and uh, reinforce really what it's all about at the end of the day. You know, people, you know, some people complain about Barrett Jackson. They've built the prices up, and they've, they've done this, and they've done that. It's just a bunch of rich guys. When, 
in reality, when you think about it, all we do is create an environment. You know, the buyers and sellers come together and they create the market. We don't create it. And uh, anytime we can use, but what I will take credit for creating is, 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 the, is the awareness that we possibly can bring to the charities. That's something very personal to me. And one of my proudest uh, things that I'll look back on when my career is over at Barrett Jackson to look back and, and really be proud of, of what we've done, uh, particularly when we're serving, serving our men and women in uniform and their families. Uh, uh, you know, we've raised uh, just, just a lot of great money for great causes. And, uh, but to answer your question, there's a set amount of time, obviously, you would like to do more, but it, uh, you know, it's very, very difficult to, to schedule them in and, and, and get the excitement and keep the excitement. And, uh, uh, we'll end up with half a dozen or so for Scottsdale, and uh, uh, our friends at Ford and General Motors and, and Dodge now are, are part of that process. And uh, got a few surprises we'll be announcing in that arena rather soon that'll 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 be a, a, a shock a lot of people too. So, in the special car we've got coming up, so a lot of great stuff. And charity is one of the top uh, things that we're the proudest of, at least uh, from my perspective. That uh, it's an honor to be a part of it, buddy. You know, Steve, you do a great job. You know, you do a wonderful service for the people, and people should be so thankful because you help a lot of families, a lot of servicemen, and my hat's off to you and the rest of the uh, Bear Jackson team. I want to thank you very much for taking a few minutes and hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I know you're busy. you got your customers there that you got to talk to and the PR that you got to do, and I look forward to seeing you here. Enjoy the rest of the SEMA show, and I look forward to being in Scottsdale this January. You got it, my man. You keep up the good work. We'll talk to you again. Take care. Okay, thank you. Hey, that was our good friend Steve Davis from Bear Jackson. Hey, Bobby, how are we doing there? Hey, we got Ray on the line here. We got Ray. Oh, geez, Ray Everham. Well, everybody knows who Ray Everham is. I mean, his days go back to way before the uh, DuPont, what was it, the Rainbow Warriors. And now Ray's got his own TV show. I'm delighted to welcome to the Thousand Freedom Cars, Ray Everham. Ray, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good. So uh, tell us about your experience here at uh, SEMA 2015 uh-huh. in Las Vegas. You know, this... SEMA show is just, it's an incredible place. It's hard to explain to someone who's never been. If you're any type of a car guy, or even if you're not, you know, it needs to be on your bucket list. You know, people talk about fashion in the clothing industry, you know, trends and whatnot. Well, I mean, everywhere that you could possibly think the direction that the car culture is going is out here on display at SEMA. That's amazing. Now, tell us a little bit about your TV show. You've actually, you came off one, you got a new one in the works. So tell us a little bit about your TV shows because we've got a lot of listeners that are true car guys. Oh, uh, wow. We've got another season of Americana on Velocity coming, and we've got incredible, incredible cars. Uh, you know, we found a, a car uh, called the Woody Lee T, a car that ran Bonneville in uh, 1952 and three. Actually, it was in Hot Rod Magazine. We're going to put that car back on track. We've got, uh, uh, we did the Race of Gentlemen in, in New Jersey, racing old cars on the beach. We, we did, uh, we found a, a dragster that actually raced First U.S. dragster to make a pass in England in 1964, built by Tommy Ivo, and restored that, put it back on the on the racetrack again. So we've got a lot of really, really cool stuff. We've got a thing on board tracks. You know, back in the 30s, people used to build these incredible one-mile and bigger board tracks, tracks made out of wood with 45-degree banking. So got some really great stuff coming up for next season. Excellent. Now tell us a little bit about that. You mentioned that event uh and on the New Jersey Shore, it was something, the Race of Gentlemen. Tell us a little about that, because I found out about that last year, and that's a that's an annual event, right? Oh, it is, and it's an incredible event. And uh, Bobby Green uh, from out in the L.A. area with his partner, Mel Stoltz from Jersey, they put this event on, and it's just uh, it is, it is an incredible event. You know, 1934 or older cars and 1953 or older parts. And, you know, everybody dresses period correct. They do one-eighth-mile drags. On, on the beach side by side. They get thousands and thousands of people in the most incredible, unrestored vintage cars that, that you've ever seen. It's just a, it's an awesome uh, two-day event, and it's right on the beach in Wildwood, New Jersey. You've got a personal collection of cars yourself. Tell us a little bit about some of the cars in your collection. Boy, my collection. I'll, I'll, first of all, I've got to be open and honest and tell you, look, I'm, I'm a carholic, all right? <laughs> okay. You know, I've spent my... Uh, my, uh, my my kids future on cars and things but yeah i've got uh close to 100 cars and and that's a virus 100 cars well some of them are great awesome cars you know we've got a uh, concord winning dodge daytona uh we've got some incredible indie cars but we've also got some cars that, that cost me more to go get than uh than they're worth you know just uh so everything from rusted out 1930 six and seven chevys and sedans and rat rods all the way up to uh 
you know, Mario Andretti's 1965 in IndyCar. So just a, a pretty eclectic collection, if you will, but it just shows that I don't really have a particular style or brand of car that I like. I just love all, all types of cars. Coming from your background, which why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about Ray Everham? Because I remember you, the first time you became familiar to me was when you were the uh, team manager for uh, Hendricks Motorsports and the Rainbow Warriors and, um, and uh, Jeff Gordon and stuff like that. But what, what did you do before that? How did you get to that point? Tell us a little bit about that. I've always raced cars and, and played with cars. You know, um, I lived at the Jersey Shore and built and raced my own cars and then worked uh, worked at a, a place called IROC, the International Race of Champions in the 80s. Uh, took 12 identically prepared Camaros and raced uh, prepared for the best drivers in the world there and got a lot of experience doing that. Knocked around the uh, short tracks in New Jersey trying to become a race driver and then uh, did a lot of different work, uh, you know, uh, with... Uh, Development on shock absorbers and tires, uh, worked with Penske shock absorbers, worked with uh, uh, Goodyear on the development of the radial tire, doing things for different race teams when I was with the IROC organization, which was owned by Roger Penske at that time, so had a, a good uh, teacher there. But just always built cars, hot rods, race cars, uh, a lot of different things, and then hooked up with a, a young guy named Jeff Gordon uh, in 92 uh, there, and boy, the, the rest just kind of became history. Well, you know what was amazing is I was actually there because we had a national Shelby convention, I think around 91, 92, somewhere, or maybe it was 97, 97, I think is what it was, at Charlotte, and Hendricks Motorsports had an open house. So I went over to visit uh, Hendricks Motorsports in the open house, and when I walked around the back, um, you guys were out there doing pit maneuvers. In other words, you know, uh, you had a driver come in with the race car, you guys jumped across the wall, you changed the tires, you fueled the car up, and then you hauled butt out of there again. And I was pretty impressed because you were out there and you ran these guys like a machine. I mean, an amazing job, you know? So, uh, well, that's all that was part kind of, of being a, yeah, that's part of being a crew chief. You know, it's like being the head coach of a football team. Pit stops are really, really critical. And, uh, you know, you've got to be out there and have the guys practice and work out. And we were one of the first teams to bring in, uh, guys that were really assigned to do nothing but pit the race car. So back then, we used to practice a lot. Now, you went on further than you had your own race teams for a while. Tell us a little bit about uh, that, that period there. That was like in the early 2000s? Yeah, in, two, in, in uh, late 99, you know, Jeff Gordon and I had had a lot of success together, won a bunch of championships and you know, races and things like that. And the people at Dodge were, were looking at, at coming back into NASCAR racing after, you know, not being involved in it for 25 years. So, uh it was really a great uh, opportunity for me to get involved in designing a car, helping finish an engine, putting race teams together. So I took that uh, took that uh, uh, task and became a team owner for Dodge, helped uh, help bring Dodge back to the sport. And we had some success with Bill Elliott and with Casey Kane uh, and a um, couple, uh, you know, Elliott Sadler, Casey Atwood. So had some um, Good success. Won some races and then uh, sold that team in 2008 and retired for the first time. <laughs> the first time? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I get. You know, let me, let me explain something about retirement. So I'm gonna, you're a young man. Let me tell you about this, okay? When you okay. say you're retired, that, that just means you, people work you just as hard. You just you make less. So, so I've got to kind it. of re-retire. So just be, be, be cautious when you say I'm retired because you'll still work. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll heed your, your precious words there. Tell us a little bit how you got into the TV thing, how that all come about for you with uh, Velocity. Uh, I've always liked the TV side of things. In 2000, uh, in between race teams while we were building the Dodge program, I actually did uh, some ABC, Wide World of Sports, and some ESPN stuff. And then when I sold my race teams in 2008, I went back to ESPN and did a lot of the NASCAR analyst uh, art. But I always wanted to do a show about cars, about finding cars. I met so many incredible people in my travels across America, you know, traveling all the different states in, in, in basically 25 years of racing. And I said, man, we've got to tell the story somehow. So I had this concept about a, a television show, and uh, I just uh, started wearing Bob Scalin, the GM of Velocity, out about it, and, and he believed in me enough to say, okay, let's give it a try. And uh, and, you know, we, we think we've got a good show there, telling a good story of how cars have affected the American culture and, the, and become such a, a big part of our timeline. And I, I really uh, I enjoy the stories behind the camera as much as I enjoy being in front of the camera. How much input do you actually have with the show? I mean, is it pretty much you, you script it and everything like that? You 
choreograph it and you kind of uh, have a lot of scripted um you know so it it we do we tell the story our show i, I have a lot to do with storyline because our show is really about making you feel like you're right there with me i, I don't want our show to be a type of show where you're sitting there thinking okay there's millions of other people watching this. I really like it to be on storytelling directly to you. You're with me. So I have a lot of input in how the story's told. We go out and shoot a bunch of things, you know, and just that happen, and then we come back and piece it together and try and, and try and tell it. Just like if I were telling you and you're my buddy and we're having a beer and I'm telling you about this great car I found and all the work that we did, we just happen to have video and pictures along with it. So you try to keep it as real and as authentic as possible so it's really believable. We're telling a true story, you know, so it's 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 not, um, you know, it, it's not a, quote, reality show or anything like that. It's more of a, you know, a, a personal documentary, if you will. As I said, we want to, I want you to feel like you're one of my buddies and we're sitting there having a beer and I'm telling you, here's the story of how we did this and here's the pictures and you're right along there with me. So you're conveying the true passion and everything like that, which is kind of good because people, I think, see that when they see a show you can kind of sense that there's real reality there, there's real passion, there's real commitment to the cars, and that you really want to bring basically a good show to the people for the for the viewers to watch, you know. And, and there's a lot of shows out there, not to name any, but, you know, they kind of seem a little artificial a little bit. But that's when I saw a few episodes of your show, I thought it was really great. If people want to find out more about your show, Ray, how do they go about doing that? Well, they can go to americarnatv.com, which is our website. There's a bunch of stuff about it. Or they can go to Velocity's website, and I believe that's just Velocity TV. Uh, or Velocity.com. So on either one of those websites, they can find out a bunch about our shows, see, see some of the clips and whatnot. Uh, and uh, and now with Velocity Live happening out here at the SEMA show, uh, you know, you'll be hearing a lot about the, the upcoming episodes, not just from my show, but all the other shows that are be airing on Velocity for next year as well. Did you bring any cars out here? Anything on display at SEMA? I did not, um, but, uh, you know, one of the announcements that we'll have, we're, we're going to make an announcement soon about a car that we will have out here next year. Uh, that we're going to put some work into. So looking forward to it. We uh, we brought a car out here a, a couple of years ago that made Hot, Rod, Hot Rod's top 10 picks and, and really loved it. So uh, looking forward to bringing one out here next year. You know, you and I have another mutual friend uh, out of Florida, Eddie Lapine. Eddie Lapine. He's uh, in Orlando. He's the one that sells a lot of uh, memorabilia and, and former you know racing uniforms and helmets and stuff like that. And I, 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 I hope I pronounce his name right. Uh, I'm going to say, right, right up the top of uh, top of my head, I can't remember, but I know I, we certainly deal with a lot of those people, and, and I'm big into all the old uh, racing memorabilia, and uh, I'm not, uh, uh, God, I'm terrible with names, but I think I know who you're talking about, because I have bought some uniforms and some things from them at some of the shows. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. He's uh, He always speaks very highly of you. Let me ask you this, did you ever get into vintage racing? I do. Um, I love the vintage cars. We've got some vintage open-wheel cars that... Uh, that we take out and test around. Um, and then uh, the SVRA, Tony Pirelli from uh, SVRA, invited me to the big indie event that they had this year, which was, again, an amazing event. And, and we're going to do some of that next year. I like it because it's uh, road racing. You know, we run our vintage modifieds and stuff on the oval, uh, but uh, we're going we're gonna to do a little bit of road racing with the SVRA this year. Super. Well, now they're going to be at Coda this weekend. Are you going to make it out there for that, or are you going to be here at SEMA the whole week? I'll be here at SEMA, and then I'm off to Texas. My buddy Jeff Gordon uh, had a great weekend last uh, last weekend at, at Martinsville, so looking forward to going out and supporting him and the Exalta folks this week, and hopefully the, one of our other guys from, uh, from Hendrick Motorsports can pick up a win this weekend. Super. That's great. Well, Ray, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. If people want to find out more about you, how do they go about doing that? Uh, really, it, it's it's pretty easy. I don't know what they want to know more about me for. But, <laughs> but if you go, well, you're, again, if you're you go to Americana TV, no, I don't know about that. You know, I'm just a car guy that's uh, lucky enough to, uh, you know, to make a living doing it and, and meet a lot of great people. So I, I don't feel like I've been working a day in my life uh, doing what we're doing. But they can go on Americana TV or, or Velocity, uh, you know, uh, to to find out anything that we've got going on. Super. Well, Ray, I want to thank you very much for coming out and hanging out with us here a little bit on Nostalgic Radio Cars. Enjoy the rest of the SEMA show. I'm sure I'll see you at Velocity Live tomorrow. And, uh, you know, like I said, I wish you much success in your vintage car collection, your TV show, and everything else. And uh, I'll run into you probably one of those vintage race events here in the future. For sure. Take care. Thank you. All right. Take you. Thank you. Hey, I want to thank my special guest this evening, too, Steve Davis from Barrett Jackson and Ray Everham, and everybody knows Ray Everham. Buddy, buddies with Jeff Gordon, 
former Rainbow Warrior team manager for uh, MJ Motorsports. Bobby, what do we got queued up in the uh, turn table? Anything cool? Well, I was uh, doing a little uh, research here and found out that the band Slaughter uh, is from Las Vegas. So I turned around to my uh, record shelf here and grabbed one. <laughs> you went into your archives, your record archives, and you dug out an old Slaughter song. Cool. Has it got a, anything to do with racing cars? or? Nope, uh... up all night. Up all, well, you know what? If you're here in Las Vegas, that, you're going to be up all night. That's why. That's... Right after SEMA, everybody's going to go, and there's a lot of networking going on. I mean, there's just an amazing slew of people here. But anyway, hey, you're tuning in to the Greeting Cars. We'll touch that dial. We'll be right back. We've got a little slaughter coming for you. Listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork. 
or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. This is Dennis Pittsburgh from Highway to Sell, Monday nights on the Discovery Channel, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And if you're not listening, you should be. For the win. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Bobby, am I still live? You betcha. Okay, well, guess what? I'm back over here in uh, what they would call Central Hall, and, I mean, it's pretty close to almost 5 o'clock, and they kind of shut down at 5. But, I mean, the people are amazing here. I mean, the crowd is unbelievable. Now, keep in mind, SEMA is B2B. That means business to business. The only way to get into SEMA is you have to be somehow related in the car business, which means you either have to be a body shop, a repair shop, a a retail shop of some kind. That's how you get into SEMA. Or if you're fortunate enough to be, you know, just a radio show. A radio show, yeah, like us, then you get media credentials. But, uh, I'm standing here in uh, kind of like the, the foothills of, uh, when I say foothills, kind of like the beginning of uh, Central Hall, closest to the front street, which is, would be Paradise Boulevard or Paradise Avenue. And uh, there's just a ton of people here and a ton of names that I'm sure you guys would recognize. I'm staring at the GoPro booth, for example. Uh, there, we just talked to a couple of guys over there. They've got some amazing products over there, and they're always advancing. And what was real interesting is right around 3 o'clock every day, if you're lucky, they toss out shirts, they toss out hats, they have giveaways, and if you're really, really lucky, like I was today, you get a glass of beer. And that is amazing, because the line is like 10 miles long, so there's not enough beer to go around. But hey, since I'm a beer fan, you know, and I indulge once in a while, this is really cool. In fact, be sure and check out our Facebook page, Nostalgic Video and Cars, and Gulfstream Motorsports, because I've been updating it like a madman, haven't I, Bobby? You, oh, yes, I've been checking it, and it's hashtag SEMA2015 is everywhere. Excellent. Now, uh, we talked to Ken Lingenfelter earlier today. He was telling us about some of the latest trick stuff that he's got. He's got some secrets out there. So for all you Corvette fans, you definitely want to check into uh, Lingenfelter's uh, website there. And, uh, of course, Ford unveiled their new, the brand-new 2016 Cobra Jet Mustang. In fact, they not only had the unveiling of it, but they actually had some pretty cool videos out there where that thing basically launched and just pulled the wheels off the ground for probably about two or three car legs. So that looked pretty impressive. Now, I'm walking through Central Hall, and you can hear a lot of shuffling and noise and audio and people talking and all kinds of cool stuff. Pretty amazing stuff. And, of course, you know, naturally, I'm a Ford guy. So the biggest display here, which is on the top of the uh, mezzanine, is the Ford Motor Company display. And, of course, Chip Nassie was here today as well as uh, Essel Ford, and they unveiled the new Cobra Jet Mustang. And they were talking about the new racing program involving the new Ford GT Eco boost they also had on display the new street version of the ford gt now i gotta tell you i'm very partial to the original ford gt i think it's an amazing car uh when they came out with the which was the ford gt40 back in the 60s when they came out the ford gt in 2003 that was an incredible looking car looks so much like the original one but now ford stepped it up a notch they have made this car look like a real, real supercar. Now, I may not be a fan of the EcoBoost six-cylinder because I'm a V8 kind of guy, but that EcoBoost that they put in that motor, which is a purpose-built engine for the new Ford GT, is absolutely incredible. Anyway, as I'm over here, I'm leaning against the uh, wall, and I'm looking at names that all you guys remember. Here's another. Uh, you know, Every year I go through the same thing. NHRA, Cherry Bomb, you know, Stuart Warner, BDO, uh, Flowmaster, Headman. Holly, uh, just 
just amazing names here. Optima Batteries, you know, I mean, Autometer, just stuff that you guys could all relate to. Well, they've got huge displays. A little bit earlier today, I was walking through the, uh, the, uh, the, the hall here, and I talked to uh, Vic Edelbrock for a few minutes. You run into Vic Edelbrock. I ran into the guys, Mike and uh, Ed from uh, Wheeler Dealers. They were here. You have a ton of celebrity. Yes, they were hanging out with uh, Dave Kendig from Bitch and Rise. Uh, I mean, just you name it. If they're on TV, they're going to be here. Stacey David's running around here somewhere. I'm supposed to meet him a little bit later. But we've got some pretty amazing celebrities that show up here. We were hanging out with uh, Jeff Rowlett. From, or excuse me. Um, God, my mind, my mind just went blank here. But I'm going to say Mr. Rowlett from uh, from uh, NSRA. He was over here. And, of course, he was on a show a few weeks ago talking about the National Street Ride Association and their big events that they had here, the Southeast Street Ride Nationals in Tampa. They are having their event next year for 2016, not in the fall like they typically do. They've announced that it's going to be in April of 2016. Reason being, because perfect weather, and it's a good time of the year where there's not a lot of overlaps with uh, basically uh, other car shows, so they can get a great attendance. And that's, that's a big play, you know, because in Florida, this time of year, we have tons and tons of shows that take place. And these shows just basically overlap. So you've got shows on top of shows, and you can't get to them all. I mean, like this weekend. Let's see, what do we got going on? I think we got Don Garlis is going on this coming weekend. Uh, last weekend, you had the Mason Dixon show. Of course, if you tuned in to our show last week, we had uh, Mason Dixon on our show. Uh, you know, in two weeks, we've got Bug Jam. We've got the Winter Park Concourse. We've got the Daytona HSR 24-hour event. Oh, by the way, this is all brought to you by the Speed Culture App Minute. Right, Bobby? You bet. <laughs> Speaking of which, do we have our good buddy Jeff on the line? Yes, we do. Well, Jeff, yep. Jeff is, he is the founder of Speed Culture App, and he happens to be here at SEMA. You know, so I was strolling around, and you know what? You never know who you're going to run into. Jeff, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing great. Can you hear me? I can hear you just well, fine. Yes, we can. Oh, awesome. So Jeff, That's great. No, this is the first time for me, and it's awesome. It is awesome. So the yeah, amount of people yeah. that we have here, yeah. I, I want you to build up this outstanding excitement. Tell people what they are truly are missing if they don't make it to SEMA. You're the first-timer here. I've been coming for on and off for almost 15 years. This is your first time here. You've always heard me talk about this. Tell us your thoughts on SEMA. Oh, well, I haven't just heard you talk about it. I've been talking about, you, you always talk about going here as any car person. You know, you talk about, oh, we got to get to SEMA, we got to get to SEMA, and it's, it, you know, it's a big deal. But being here, uh, you almost have to, you know, pinch yourself and, and say, oh, am I actually here? I mean, this morning at the new products showcase that they had, it was like a little award show for the car guys. Uh, it was just a, an amazing uh, thing, and you just go, wow, I'm looking at, you know, Doug McClellan there announcing people, and you had, you had Barry McGuire up there announcing, you know, talking about, uh, you know, who they were giving like a lifetime achievement award to, and it was just, just really, really cool. And just the the way that you know the amount of people here is just, just stupid huge. Um, it's just amazing. Just even, you know, I, you know, I spent uh, most of the day just trying to touch base with people about Speed Culture app, and of course we're, you know, I'm getting really really good feedback from everybody about this app i, I i'm very uh, i've been in you know mostly websites for the last 20 years and it's just amazing how many people uh, really like this the, the concept of this app called speed culture so um tell us a little bit tell us a little bit about the app this is your baby you've been working on this for a while you've had this idea but in the last seven months you've crashed on this thing and you finally brought it to the market here about three weeks ago give us a little insight yeah, so we, uh, you know, I had this uh, idea about six years ago. I used to own woodworkcruise.com up in Detroit, and uh, now I, uh, you know, I, I met you a little, you know, I think a little over a year ago, and then we, we talked to, um, I bought a part from you, and, then, and you talked about your radio show, and then I, I said, I said, hey, you know, uh, we went to a few events, and I thought, man, now, okay, now's the time to bring out this app. I had this idea in 2009 for the app, but uh, I didn't feel that people had the phone. So um, since I've been going to car shows here you know, in Florida, I just said, okay, it's really time to bring this app out. And I, you know, I, I, I spent the time, I spent effort months, basically. We, we, 
if um, you know, I was talking to you mentioned Ken Lingenfelter. We did talk to I did talk to him um, at Amelia Island this last February, and when I talked to him today, it was like, yeah, I remember that app. I thought about we we now have it. It was great to be able to show it to him. Now we do have um, I do have um, you know the 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 Android version out right now. Uh, you can download it right now. Uh, Apple, however, is just you know we do have an Apple version. It's just in review stage right now. We expect that to be available either, you know, sometime this evening or, or tomorrow, so certainly by the weekend. Um, and we're telling people here at, at the SEMA show um, that it will be available. We're showing off uh, Apple version that I have on my own phone um, being an Apple user. So, um, you know, we, we, we've been promoting it, and you've been promoting it. I really appreciate that. Um, it's just that, you know, we're going to be really happy promoting it here soon. We've had some really good people feedback from not only local companies there in Tampa, um, in Clearwater area, um, but just nationally, uh, we talked to some big heavy hitters today, and, and it's just been amazing feedback. That's excellent. Now, give us a little idea here. You are not really used to walking through about a million plus square feet. Give us a little feedback <laughs> on your position on like what if somebody comes here for the first time. How do you think they need to be prepared? Well, I always, you know like pace myself you know i try to you know have a, some kind of schedule okay who am i going to hit and uh and you know take some breaks and stuff because it, it, it's just so much to see we you know you you talk about the ford display the thing is is you haven't even been to that chevy display because by the time you get there and you and you get through just a few people that you want to see like you know edelbrock and holly and and the nsra and, and just all these people that you're trying to touch base with it's like you haven't even scratched the surface. I mean, today was a big day. I also got here on Sunday to try to, you know, check in and see what was going on, and it's just been a whirlwind since uh, since I arrived. So it's just been just trying to, you know. I also talked to um, this morning. Um, I mentioned that to you when I saw you that uh, you know there's a there's a TV show we're, we're talking to a TV network about doing Speed Culture TV too. So. Um, they seem to like the concept of, of uh, show that idea that we had. So um, I'm just I'm I'm really pumped about the app. And and um, if you don't have it, you know, for Android, get it. Um, it has a lot of good features. Not just the car show um, finder. It has you know media on there. It has your radio show on there. And uh, and it has you know it's gonna it, we got Dupont registry on there now, which is kind of a big deal uh, to some of the people we showed it to. So it's been great. Yeah, yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Paul, our, our Jeff here. I, I'm I'm here at Schema Hall. We're live on the radio, Great. and one of your is here with me. I want you to say hi to this guy. His name's Aaron. Aaron, say hi to Jeff. Okay, and say hi to everybody else in the Nostalgic Radio yeah. Cars. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Hey, Aaron. I remember you from Monterey. I was the guy that you know you guys ran into in the green. I was the guy with 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 Robert there out down there in the city. Absolutely. How things going? Awesome, awesome. Our app is blowing up. It's blowing up. Good. That's good. That's good to hear. That's right. We're out here yeah. cruising around in SEMA and uh, just checking all the cool cars. We brought our Dart out and we brought our uh, our 05 GT. And just right now, we're trying to make a lap and uh, and see what everybody else brought. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, hopefully, I see you at the floor there. I feel like I really wish I was with Robert. I'm up in I'm up in the room already. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, absolutely, man. man. Aaron, no big deal. Who you are, you're Eric from. So you always say, uh, and in case no one recognized the voice, or we didn't get a proper introduction. This is Aaron. This is. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, so this is Aaron from uh, from Fast and Loud. Just wanted to call and say hi and see what was going on in your world. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate it. That was Aaron from Gas Monkey Garage. Yep, we're just about back here with Robert. Hold on one second. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued. Bobby, Bobby. All right, you're back on. I'm back on the air. Okay, was I on when I just came on? Because uh, that's what happens every once in a while. We have these little technical difficulties, but that was Aaron Kaufman from... Uh, fast and loud. Now, here's the deal. When you're at SEMA, you just never know who you're going to talk, bump into. Now, as I'm walking around, which I am, I'm strolling down, up and down the aisles, and I'm over here by painless wiring, over by Mother's uh, Wax. I'm over here by, uh, let's see, Airlift Performance. There's a number of MP, you know, if you're in the Volkswagen, stuff like that. Uh, Autorama, Detroit, these guys are here. 
And uh, so, you know, I mean, hey, you just never know who you're going to bump into. So it was nice of Aaron just to take a few minutes and say hi to the listeners out there. So, Bobby, are we just about out of time? How much time we got left? Well, we're running about three minutes here. Three minutes. Okay, well, that's pretty cool. But anyway, so as I stroll through here, like I said, you just never know who you're going to run into, and this is just a place to uh, check out everybody. But uh, I'm walking past Brembo Breaks. I'm walking past uh, uh, this is Royal Purple. You guys familiar with them? They sell oil products and stuff like that. We were over at the Amelie booth earlier today talking to uh, Mr. Barkat, who is the uh, founder of Amelie Oil. And I'm sure you guys all are familiar with Amelie Oil because they're based out of Tampa, over at Port of Tampa. They're also – which stadium are they on, Bobby? Is it the Storm? Uh, the, Tampa, the Tampa Bay Lightning play in Amelie Arena. Amelie Arena. There's our very own, back uh, in our own backyard, you know, major oil company sells some pretty amazing synthetic uh, oils and some other additives and stuff like that. So be sure to check out their products. We'll talk, and we broadcast all their stuff live right here on the Tantalk Radio Network. Yeah, how about that? Uh, let's see. Who else am I walking by? Okay, here's. Boiler exhaust. I'm walking hey, past McGuire's. Hey, I'm up by the hey, big Chevrolet display. Hey, if you remember yeah, this morning, back. yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, if you remember this morning, we also had we had talked to the Mop Steel guys from Detroit. Oh that yeah, was, the Mop Steel cool. guys. Yeah, we got the pictures. Hey guys, you got to check out our Facebook page. We got some amazing pictures up there. Okay, don't forget to check out the Speed Culture website, the Speed Culture Facebook page. What else they got? Go ahead and plug your web, your. Uh, Speed culture deal there. Uh, yeah, Debbie. so 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 we have Instagram and oh, which is everything is at Speed Culture app. So Speed Culture app. So um, you know you you got uh, Instagram Speed Culture app. We're updating that uh, all the time, and certainly our Facebook page in just three weeks has over almost seventeen hundred likes now as of the time I'm talking to you. So it, it it's it's just you know un you know unbelievable. But but yeah, we we were we were uh, this morning uh, we got a picture with with the Mob Steel guys. Um, those guys are really, really cool. They have their Lincoln there. I know you guys are, you know, they got Lincoln land, land there in Clearwater. They're buddies with that guy, Robert, and, and uh, they knew yep. him, and, and they knew a bunch of people that, um, that you know, you wouldn't think that they would know, but they they knew him. It was amazing. Well, exactly. Of course, that we saw that Black, 52, that Black 56 Lincoln that that other guy out of Arizona built, and uh, he's also a customer of Chris at Lincoln Lands and uh, and Clearwater Floor. Hey, I want right. to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. See you later, Jeff. Hey, don't forget to tune in our radio show every Tuesday, 78, between 7 and 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network for the most legendary and fascinating name in motorsports. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, love your family, and we'll see you next week. to be telling tales out of school, but there's a feller in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker.